Welcome back to That's Ancient History. Today I am rejoined by one of our previous guests, Stan Christoforou, who is here today to talk a little bit about a research project that he's involved with called Classics After the Classroom. But why should I attempt to sum that up when I'm sure you have a much better pitch for us, Stan? What is <laughs> Classics After the Classroom? Well, thank you, Jean. Uh, thanks for having me back. Uh, Classics After the Classroom. So it's a project designed to offer anecdotal evidence of classics alumni and their careers, basically. So schools and universities will have evidence at hand to say, look, these people have studied this subject and they've gone on to do this, they've gone on to work as that, they've gone on to have careers here, as opposed to just saying, if you study this subject, you'll learn about this, this and this, or you'll have this skill, this skill, or this skill. Having actual people that have gone on and had careers and said, classics helped me do this and mm -hmm. I now have this job is kind of a better way of, of selling it. Mm -hmm. um, and how did you how did the whole thing get started? Yeah, so Catherine Tempest, also of, of Roehampton, it was her idea, and I was her research assistant. So the idea was kind of to collect this, this evidence and present it at the ACE mm -hmm. Roehampton project. So ACE, if anyone's interested, go and look it up, advocating classical education. Mm -hmm. And they basically travelled around the, the country to different universities and they, they pitched ideas and they go into schools and talk to them about why to study classics. Mm -hmm. So we, we put this forward as, as part of that, mm -hmm. as something that could be used to give to schools and encourage people to study classics. So we basically created a survey um, asking people uh, what they studied, where they studied, um, what jobs they'd had, and then basically, in in a short paragraph, how did classics help you with your mm. career, or how did you feel that classics benefited you in, in in what you've done with your life? And then and then yeah, we sent it out, social media, Twitter, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. And then once we got to a hundred, we kind of we cut it off mm -hmm. and then presented that as preliminary results yeah. at, at the at the ACE event. But but the survey is still open. Yes, and, and we're way over a hundred now. So keep filling it out and keep giving us your responses and then I mean the more people we get and, and the further along we get I mean of course. it's a better argument really yeah than, of course the more people you've got so the uh, more data the better yeah um well of course everything will be linked in um the show notes um including the twitter account but what is the twitter handle just so people hear it as well so it's classics atc atc yeah. oh classics after the class Clever, i that. get it <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, please do look it up. Everything's on the Twitter page, so you yeah. can just click straight into the into and the survey. Am I right in saying that there's not really any minimum requirement for filling in the survey? Like, you will happily take entries from people who studied classics at school? Yes. They don't have to have degrees in classics? Yes. Yeah. And any, if you've studied any kind of level of, of classics. Mm -hmm. um, so Ancient history, classical archaeology, classical civilization. So on that point, yeah, <laughs> good link there. So from the first 100 people we got... Uh -huh. 45 of them studied classics, 20 of them studied classical civilization, 11 of them studied ancient history, mm -hmm. 6 of them studied archaeology, and then 18 uh, studied some sort of combined on it, so classics and something else. So anything to do with the classical world or, or ancient history, yep. or, an, or Latin or Greek mm -hmm. or anything like that. Yeah. I take it I'm right in saying as well that the project's been funded by the Classical Association, yeah? Yes. That's pretty good. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> Uh, was what what was your primary motivation in getting involved in the project to, to get classics into more schools and specifically state schools mm -hmm. essentially yeah um 
because there's this perception that you have to kind of go to private school mm. or do you know what I mean be be a sort a, a kind of of person yeah to, to study classics yeah there has a some that that comes with it um so this was basically to show that classics can help you with so many different things yeah. and it's for everyone basically mm. you don't just have to go on uh, go to private school and then go on to be an academic at Oxford or yeah. Cambridge and, <laughs> and and learn about classics there are so many other things you can do um yeah and I think it's just it will be so eye-opening for for people from all different backgrounds. And I mean, study. you can read the report that you've issued from the first set of results, and it is really interesting. Yeah. In fact, is there any particular um, results that you would highlight as being in particularly interesting? So anybody's um, feedback on what they did with their classics degree? Yeah, I think the most interesting responses are the things that we wouldn't typically associate mm. with classics. So of course we had people that are teachers and people that have, have gone on to be academics and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, but we also had people that did something that had completely nothing to do with, with, with classics. Or you think it has nothing to do with classics. Yes. <laughs> good, good. Um, but yeah, so stuff like business, finance, yeah. um, all of these kinds. There was uh, someone that their job is literally to um, create curriculums for, for STEM, so primary and secondary school, uh -huh. uh, science, maths and, and, and technology yeah. curriculums, and you would have thought that that's so far removed yeah. um, from classics, but he, he kind of says that the integration of, of so many different disciplines in classics mm. means that you can go off in so many different directions, yeah. so being able to put together a, a curriculum that challenges you in so many different ways and teaches you this, this and that, mm -hmm. it kind of perfectly sets you up for that. Yeah. yeah, I think sometimes people as well who haven't had a chance to study classics are surprised by how diverse a discipline it is. That was something I really appreciated when I was studying classics. Is it almost felt like I was studying various different subjects yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Um, any any other interesting results? Yeah. Well, I mean, especially there was a lot of creative mm. results as well. So we had a lot of, you know, software engineers, web designers, uh, people that work in the media, that kind of thing. We had a response from someone who works for, for BBC yeah, and produces um, documentaries on, on the ancient world. How yeah. did I get to do uh, that? Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> uh, specifically, A Carla's Odyssey. If anyone's seen it, if you haven't seen it, go and watch it. Okay. BBC Four. There was one about Ovid as well, was there not? When I was reading yes, there that. is another BBC Four one about Ovid. Yeah. So I'm sure you can get your hands on there somewhere. It is incredible actually because you, you kind of made me reflect on my own university experience and all the people I did classics with and I'm definitely in the minority of pursuing classics to like a like postgraduate level whereas I have friends that have gone on to do medicine, who have gone into PR, who have gone into radio. It's so fascinating. Um, what, what do you plan to do with the results? So I mean, we've already had a few schools that have got in touch with us yep. and asked if we can we can use it, um, or they can use it rather, to for sort of opening days and introducing mm -hmm. students to topics and kind of introducing classics to their curriculum. So that's been sent out. I mean, it's you can download it and access it for free yep. on the CUCD Bulletin website, or you can just email me and I can just send it to you. Yep. Um, so schools can freely just pick at it and use it um, how they wish to but I also plan to go to some schools yeah. as well and talk to some students primary school and secondary school yeah. students about what you can do with classics what classics is yeah. because a lot of them don't even really know 
If you want Stan to come to your school. (laughs) Yes, please get in touch. (laughs) What's your Twitter handle? A-D-E underscore Stan. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, everything's on there and I can send you anything. Yeah. Send me an email or whatever. Yeah. Well, whilst we're on the topic of Stan, um, this project's obviously super fascinating, but you must have an invested interest yourself in promoting classics. So I'm always intrigued to learn a little bit more about how people got into classics themselves and in particular why you've chosen to sort of pursue it to um, the same kind of level that like I'm working on, you two are doing a PhD at the moment. Yeah, so I was one of the lucky ones really, um, because my state school in Croydon offered classics. Mm-hmm. It doesn't anymore, oh, um, gosh. which is a shame. Bring <laughs> um, it back, bring it back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I got introduced to it early, and luckily really, because I yeah. never would have made it to university and, and chose classics mm. if I had been at that lucky state school mm-hmm. that, that gave me classics. Yeah. So stuff like that, and especially the fact that it doesn't do it anymore, yeah. <laughs> makes me think that I need to get out there and, and yeah. show why this subject is valuable. Um, but it was always my favourite subject, mm-hmm. it really was, as soon as I started it. it. It was one of those things that it was constantly changing, mm-hmm. and there were so many different things you could do. So one term you might be learning about Greek mythology, the mm-hmm. next term you might be learning about the Roman Empire. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Philosophy, poetry, drama, yeah. anything. So what you, it never really stagnated. Mm. There was always something interesting that you could find and there was always different avenues that you could you could go down. Yeah. That was something I, I, I liked about it. Um, and I think it helped me for my other subjects as well. Yeah. So subjects like RE or history or English. Yeah. It just It just helped me look at things in a, in a different way yeah um and when I got to uni I mean I've always wanted to be a teacher yeah so when I came to university it was basically what do I want to teach people yeah <laughs> um so I chose classics and I do genuinely feel like it is one of the best subjects to teach um especially because I want to teach state school kids and kids yeah. from working class background um essentially the kids that have been deprived of this subject for a long time yeah um so I think there's definitely something to offer to state school besides the specific skills like language, learning yeah. how to present or learning how to analyse and critique literature or history. Um, it has a value in teaching more sensitive subjects mm. as well. Um, so teaching about trauma or teaching mm-hmm. about sexual assault or, mm-hmm. or things like this. Uh, classics is great for. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I really feel like they'd, they'd benefit from a yeah. subject like that. Yeah. I agree. I always... Um, it's. It, <laughs> It's not a regret in life because how could I have cho- did, changed what my school taught me? But it, it always makes me a little bit sad that I never had that opportunity. And again, a bit like you, I feel like it is pure luck that I ended up in this field that I love so yeah. much. If it wasn't just for like encouraging parents and extracurricular trips to the museum, I don't think I ever would have. So, I just, and it's it's a shame to think that people could be missing out on something that they would find so much joy um, and get so much from simply because of it um, being exclusive to a certain group of people. Yeah, and I, I mean, on that, we, I have to shout out Rockhampton for that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, because just of the people that they have there, and yep. it's definitely very inclusive, and there's a lot, I mean, majority of people coming from state school backgrounds mm-hmm. and working class backgrounds, um, so I feel like the department is, is so different to, yeah. to what you would normally associate with it with the classics department, which is one of the reasons I stayed for yeah. so long. I can see that. As soon as I got to Roehampton, I just felt like I clicked with the university. It's like you said, it felt like such an inclusive place and it very much feels like it's encouraging like a diverse array of research as well when it yeah. comes to like the future of classics. 
um, which is wonderful to see. So yeah, yeah. shout out to Roehampton, everyone yeah. come study at Roehampton. <laughs> <laughs> now you know where to go. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm getting the impression that um, something I was planning on asking you, but I feel like we've already been talking about it, is that um, you presumably see this as an opportunity to diversify the kind of people that are studying classics. Absolutely. And I mean, it works both ways. So classics has a lot to offer people mm-hmm. um, in, in state schools. I think it's a great subject academically mm-hmm. to help. But also people from state schools and working class backgrounds have a lot to offer classics. Yes. So... We, I mean, as we grow and get more people included in it, our eyes open up to different things and mm-hmm. we look at the ancient world in, in different ways. And certain things that we, we maybe took for granted, even if you look 20, 30 years mm-hmm. ago compared to now, the, the things that we think now are completely different and the ways we're looking at the past. And that is because we've got different people looking, yeah. looking at the past. So we've got we've now got uh, more women looking at yeah. the past. So we hear more about ancient women yes. than we did before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that. It's not just what classics has to give to you. It's what you have to give to classics. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good tagline. Uh, what are the future plans then of uh, classics after the classroom? What is next? So, I mean, I, I'm hoping to just leave it open. Yes. So people can just continuously um, respond. Yeah. Um, and then possibly when we get to... 200 mm-hmm. i'll do write an updated piece mm-hmm. and we can kind of adjust the the data and the charts and all that kind of thing um and then hopefully I'll, i want to do some sort of one-on-one stuff ah, with people yeah. so kind of sitting down with people and having an in-depth rather than just sound bites and quotes from mm-hmm. people um just an in-depth of what do you actually do if you uh, in your in your job how mm-hmm. does classics help with this and that and get yeah. people some certain people's stories and get that out there yeah. On, on Twitter and stuff like that. Um, because there's so many people have got such a range of um, careers. Yeah. Like, I mean, one example that I want to, that I always uh, preach about. Yeah. Um, Good choice of words. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, is the prison chaplain. Yeah. Um, who spoke about how classics helped him because it's all about people and emotions and humanity and the love of learning and this kind of thing and how you can learn so much and how um, through learning about theology and, and, and the ministry and just how everything's just interlinked there and mm. how it kind of, outside of academia, it kind of helps on a human level. Yeah. So it helps him, him deal with people and understand people and their motives mm. and why they do certain things better. Um, and I think essentially that's that's what that's more important. Yeah, no, I really liked because I reread your report this morning, and I, I like the quote from the chaplain who said about how um, you probably have in front of you, but where he's talking about the people he sees on an everyday basis are the same people he reads about in Virgil's Aeneid. Yeah, is that what he said? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, well, specifically, he said I work alongside the same kind of people I see running across the pages of Virgil, Herodotus, Tacitus. Yeah, yeah. I liked that. I thought that was lovely. Nice sentiment. Yeah, and I mean that leads to to projects um, like the classics and social justice mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, people going into prisons and talking to, yeah. to people, people talking to veterans. Mm-hmm. Um, about, uh, yeah, your research, like my research is very relevant to modern issues as well as yeah. is like a lot of classics research. Because yeah. um, if you don't remember or if you haven't listened in season one, uh, Stan actually uh, told told us all about his PhD research, which is about combat trauma in ancient Greece. So 
yeah do listen to that as well because that's a pretty cool episode in fact yeah. i feel like you you're a solid like fan favorite after that episode oh, thank you. everyone's been really pleased that you've come back <laughs> Um, but yeah, it, that's what it's really what's really about. Yeah. yeah. So it may be able to teach you different skills. It may be able to get you a job. Mm-hmm. But essentially, it's it's this the human aspect mm. and how you can use it to help people mm-hmm. um, that really interests me and and what I think is most useful about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I challenged you before we started this to come up with a sort of short pitch, like one two sentences. Why should you study classics? And I, I'm, I want you to give me that pitch. You put you on the spot, uh, like one of those evil teachers, <laughs> like me yesterday in my class when I was yeah. putting everyone under the spot, um, to tell me why you should study classics. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a combination of two things, which I've both already said. Tim says it better than me. Okay. The prison chaplain. <laughs> um, but it's a combination of being able to learn so many different things yeah. and being able to be inspired by something and follow that in a certain direction. Yeah. And also the, the human level, mm-hmm. which is, so when we're teaching, we want to improve people as human beings, yeah. not just teach them how to do this or teach them to memorize this, mm. but teach them how people think, why people think yeah. in this way. And yeah, so I think it's the best subject to, to kind of teach, create a well-rounded student and a like human it. being. Yeah. yeah. I think it's the perfect subject for that. Yeah. It's not all about memorizing dates. No, it's not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, well, I don't I don't want to go off um, brand either, so I'm going to put you on the spot for a second time, but you should really have seen this coming. Uh, I want you to recommend me a book. What? <laughs> <laughs> it could be related to teaching, it could be a book related to classics, uh, just, just a book that you think um, is in line with the values of what we've been talking about today, because that's what I make everyone do at the end of podcasts, and you're not exempt. I thought this was a, a special podcast. It's not a special podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, so if I had to recommend a book, I would say something that's got something to do with teaching mm. sensitive subjects. So I don't know if someone... Has anyone recommended it before? I don't think so. Um, I, we, we, nobody said out loud what you're going to recommend <laughs> yet, but like I think I know what you're yeah. going to recommend. So it's a book... Um, co-written uh, by one of mine and Jean's supervisors, Fiona McCarty, mm-hmm. which is about her teaching sensitive topics in the classroom through mm-hmm. through classics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I take so, it it's sort of the messages in it are kind of applicable to any sort of historical or humanities-based subject, really, aren't they? Yeah. Um, and it's like, I mean, I have similar things with my research um, with, with the veterans, and mm-hmm. it's kind of, if you want to talk about your experience of war and, and your trauma, that's fine. But if you don't, you can talk about Homer. Yeah. So you can talk about the soldiers there and their experiences. Yeah. And we can kind of get there indirectly. Yeah. So it it, it sets the kind of a ground to to opening up on these on these topics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is important because things like with my research, I obviously think my research is very important and we need to be discussing sexual assault in a historical context, but at the same time, you need to approach it in a sensitive manner, especially um, potentially with people who might have been affected by those issues themselves. Absolutely. So it's, it's good to see books like that out there. Yeah. Is that just called teaching sensitive subjects in the classroom? It's called teaching sensitive subjects in the. I think it's called teaching sensitive subjects in the classics okay, classroom. Yeah. Well, I will link. Yeah. Whatever it is, and whatever it's called <laughs> in the show notes. Yeah. Um, there you go. I found it. 
From abortion to pederasty. Ah. Teaching sensitive subjects in the classic classroom. Lovely. Yeah? Yeah. So, link. Linked. Linked. <laughs> Plugged. No, yeah. but we have had a recommendation of a different Fiona McCarty book in the past. Oh, there we so. go. <laughs> Don't want to give her too much fame. You better. Everyone's probably going to have like a library full of McCarty by the end of this podcast. Yeah. Um, oh, well, thank you so much for joining me. I'm no so problem. glad we got a chance to talk more about this project because I've thought it was very interesting and important since, since you first started talking about it yeah i hope you get the chance to go into more schools and promote it that'd yeah. be wonderful and if you are somebody that has studied classics in school or in university in any aspect at all do please fill out the survey um, yeah. and help them collect more data again that'll all be linked down below but yeah thanks so much for joining me no problem thank you for having me no problem <laughs>